Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Anne, uh, welcoming you to our Wednesday evening uh, get together with uh, Mother and Father God uh, through our uh, wonderful channel, Dr. Catherine E. May. Uh, Catherine has been doing these calls for quite some time now. Uh, Catherine is a practicing clinical psychologist um, in uh, the New York City area and also the Hudson Valley area. Um, I know I say this every week, but every week we have new people, and um, they need to know who's who, and um, they will learn to love Catherine, as we all do. Um, Catherine um, is without electricity at the moment, um, calling in on her cell phone. So I, I think we can improvise. She's also sitting there by candlelight, isn't that? <laughs> we should all douse our lights and light our candles, and we'll have a wonderful call. Uh, just to get. <laughs> so um, with that, um, I have Catherine here on the line. Uh, I haven't announced your website yet, Catherine, which is who needs light dot org. I know you were holding your breath. I said it right. Who needs light dot org o r g. I'm always saying dot com. So uh, and there you will find all the wonderful history of how um, this all evolved into um, something that wasn't planned by us, but it certainly was planned. Uh, the wonderful evolution of these calls and these connections and these wonderful live channelings that we're all privileged to hear every Wednesday. Um, you can go to Channeled Info and you'll see how it all started for Catherine and we can follow in, in her footsteps. There's also a site on uh, the website earthascends.com. And if you look there under Mother, Father, you will find all of Catherine's calls, the calls, the messages. She gives us a minimum of three written messages every week. It takes hours to take these down, transcribe, and edit them. And she gives us three of those messages, as well as the call on Wednesday and added to that now two uh, Healing for Ascension calls. Um, incredible, wonderful uh, calls that are just drawing more and more people in as we heal one another um, with love and connections with cosmos. And I'll let Catherine tell you about that. Um, I'm going to turn this over to Catherine. She's on a cell phone, but I think we can hear you pretty good, Catherine. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and take it away. Okay. I love listening to the way you describe things. That was so lovely, the way you described the healing calls. 
And as you just told me, I think we had 3,500 people on the call on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's just fabulous. We have, mm-hmm. even though we had some trouble, um, let's keep our fingers crossed that they have the problems fixed tonight and that I'm the only problem here. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the dark. Um, my phone was not fully charged, so the worst thing that can happen tonight is either, A, you can't hear me, or my phone goes dead. But I have it plugged into my computer, so hopefully the computer will keep it going long enough. So we'll um, we'll improvise. I've been without electricity for about a half hour. I was hoping it would come right back on, but I live in the country, and we have these problems sometimes. So um, I also have a a landline that I thought with a cord, and I thought it would work, but it's not working. So here I am on my cell phone, and I hope you can hear me well. I don't have great reception here, so. But Catherine, you have wonderful you have wonderful communication with the cosmos. It's just with our little system <laughs> down here that goes bad. <laughs> I hope I hope we can do better. Really, I mean, if we can talk to you know someone in the twelfth dimension, you would think yeah. we'd be able to talk to someone down the street. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a pretty exciting call tonight. Um, do we have any announcements? I think I think I'm just going to mention that. Um, I will be away next week, and for next week, um, we've decided to cancel the healing calls because I won't be able to get um, access to Internet to do those two calls. I will be here for the Wednesday night call. I'll find an Internet cafe or something that I can... You'll be here for tomorrow's um, healing call, though, right, Catherine? Tomorrow's healing call, I will be. I'm only... Yes. Okay. That'll be the last one, and then we'll have uh, a gap for a week. A Mm -hmm. week off, yeah, just from the healing call. Mm -hmm. So so the other calls, I'll I'll manage to um, find a way to get here. So that's the only announcement I have, except... um, I don't think you mentioned your Hollow Earth Network site. No, I Anne knew I missed something. Has, <laughs> yeah, Anne also has a wonderful website called hollowearthnetwork.com, which is just chock full of wonderful information. And she is such an incredible webmaster. She has kept track of everything so beautifully, and the website is just chock full of good information, all so beautifully organized and beautifully presented. So I recommend that you go there, and it's a treat. Anything you find there is going to be interesting. So here's the here's the fun part for tonight. We have a mystery guest. They like to sort of keep me on my toes. <laughs> we missed them last week. Um, yeah. we, Sananda was doing Q&A for us last week, and what a treat. Um, we went right up to the three-minute mark. Uh, no mystery guests last week. <laughs> it's yes. a shame. Uh-huh. Is this the same one that was scheduled for last week? 
Well, I'm, I don't know, but I do know. Oh, that's who right. It's a mystery. Okay. They, they just told me <laughs> who the mystery guest is. They like to do this, you know, just to oh. keep us guessing. It's and fun, though, that. to have this, this personal and interaction with them, to feel yeah. Um, yeah. so so family-like with these great beings, you know. It's wonderful. Well, I'll tell you how I found out. Um, there's on my website, I, and I think I sent it to you, and you've probably posted it too, is um, a beautiful video um, by Bob... I'm, I hope I can say this. There are there are two DJs in his name, <laughs> and it ends with Ovik. So I will get it right next time when I can look at it, but I can't see his name right now. So he did um, this beautiful compilation of music and video, and also his contribution of playing the Himalayan bowls. He also is a very accomplished pianist, and he mixes in into this mix. He's put orchestrations of Beethoven and Mozart and his own um, playing of the bowls and the piano, and it's absolutely beautiful. And it is the Ten Commandments from Prime Creator. And it just gives you the chills. It's posted. It's posted prominently um, just before our breaking news. Um, so uh-huh. I, I just love to listen to it and to check myself every day on each of those and see uh-huh. if, if I might have transgressed a little bit. It's a wonderful way to do a daily checkup of ourselves against each of those um, uh, statements from Prime Creator. It's right there. I think we should all do that. Yes, it's on my site, too, on the first page. So Mm -hmm. he calls himself Altzar, A-L-T-Z-A-R, and he does these wonderful videos, and he's doing more as well. But he narrated this. Um, I... He he did a sample for me, and I asked Ananda, and Ananda said, "Absolutely, have him narrate this." And it's it's just beautifully done. So I think everyone will find it really. As I love I love watching it. I listen to it every day, just like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah, I, it's one of those you just can't get enough. And it, so there will be more of those wonderful videos that he's making. He has another one coming up. That I won't, you know, I won't uh, give it away. But it's it's another one that will just um, amaze you, and that he's working on now. So thank you, Bob. I wanted to, I want to. Speaking of thank yous, um, I got some astonishing donations this week, which are going to keep us going <laughs> for the rest of the month. And I want to really thank people. Um, Howard Beatty, he has a a healing center called Evergreen Healing Arts, and he gave us a really nice-sized donation. And Pam Muirhead knocked my socks off, (laughs) I have to say, with this huge donation that she has given. 
and Teresa Gwynn and her husband, which I, I can't look up right now, um, this is her second large donation. So people are just helping out so wonderfully. And Martin, um, I think he pronounces his name Wise, but it's W-Y-S-S. So Martin from Switzerland also gave us a very generous donation. And Amor, what a lovely name, love. Amor Aldworth, also a, a lovely donate, donation. And Gertie, I didn't get Gertie's last name, but she also sent us a donation. And I, I wanted to just thank people because how welcome it is. So Catherine? Yes. Tell them what the donation is for. There could be new people, and uh, it isn't for Catherine herself, or even for her website. What is what is prompting all these donations? Ah, uh, yes. the The major part of this, of course, the um, Law Talk Radio and and some, you know, basic expenses that we have to pay are are, are mm-hmm. covered as well, but. The main, the main expense that we have coming up is books, because I gave away all those books. And we haven't talked the, about your book yet. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's flying off out of the boxes, and I'm going to need some help uh, packaging these and shipping them because it's gotten to be it's it's ours of, you know, labeling, and I'm not yet automated, so I'm I'm working on that, but it takes time to get signed up with the post office so you can do labels and postage. So um, the book is is, um, a collaboration, and I was reminded last night that Saint Germain had his hand in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll He you'll keeps an eye on you, doesn't he? He keeps an yeah. eye on you. <laughs> well we were talking about, you know, I said, Yeah, but you wrote all those wonderful things. The, the Shakespeare's works and and he said, Oh mm-hmm. no, we wrote them together. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your book. Oh. So we've been collaborating. Mm. But also Mother and Father God wanted the book to be organized in a certain way um, so that it would carry people through, um, not so that it's interesting to read, but so that you're challenged in different ways. Each time that you read a chapter, it brings up different issues for you. And just as you're about to object <laughs> to what you just read, uh-huh. it switches It switches gears. Uh-huh. So it's really designed to help people wake up. And I, I can tell, you know, when I see people individually, I can tell who's finished reading the book because mm. their eyes look different. Ah. Uh-huh. And, and Catherine, so I, what's the name of the book, and how do they order it? Okay, it's Who Needs Light, and they can order it on my website, who needslight.org. Yeah. 
and we are only asking for postage and handling. It's absolutely minimum. It pays just to get the person to address the books, and and then I take them to the post office and ship them out. So um, we only ask for postage. And I send them um, through the U.S. post office. And when you do that, it takes a little longer, but the postage is much less than if you send it by UPS. So uh, it does take a little longer, so I want to ask people to be patient. I finally just, this week, we sent out about 150 books, and they many of them had been waiting for some time because the person I had helping me had a problem with her um, her internet. So I think we've sorted it all out. If anybody hasn't gotten their book and it's been more than three weeks, let me know. But I think we're caught up now. So things should go more smoothly. It was there was just an Pile of orders from the well. Let, let me just say something here. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just say something to our new people. Dear Catherine had invested a lot of money in this inventory of books, and uh, they were available to be ordered at the usual book cost on her website. Um, mm-hmm. And the orders were sprinkling in as as orders do, and then. Uh, Mother, Father, God took over and told Catherine. It was Father God, actually. Father God. <laughs> okay, what did he tell you, Catherine? This is why we're getting the donations. What happened? I think we were on the air, and he said, "I want you to give them away." <laughs> I'm not sure. If All we were your on the money. <laughs> All your investments. Yeah. And I went, <gasps> okay. <laughs> we don't have to worry about and it didn't take long to give cards. them all away and be emptied out and be behind in shipping because such an overwhelming response and the shelves were empty and thank you to these generous donations Catherine can order more books to be given away and this time from our fellow listeners so what a wonderful contribution. Really wonderful. Yeah. It really is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I suppose I better not talk any more about my <laughs> book shipping. Well, problem. people need to know this. You know, we have to always remember we've all gotten so bonded and, and um, you know, knowing together, but we always have new guests. And nobody wants to feel left out like, they're running to catch a fast-moving train and trying to grab a hold of the handle. <laughs> and that's sort of what it's like for somebody new. And we want to honor all of our new guests and welcome you and make you feel at home, just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I mentioned this, but uh, Mother God, I believe it was, who said this is um, the manual for ascension. And... I was saying I got some help. I got a lot of help when I was um, editing it and organizing it because they wanted it to be presented in a particular way. So while I was sitting at my computer, I would get instructions, like things would be underlined. (laughs) I'd leave my computer and come back, and there'd be things 
underlined <laughs> marks and you know, spaces where there hadn't been before. <laughs> so that's how they, and then a few suggestions about changing some titles. And they told me which should go in what order. I had written oh, the book over a period of 20 years, and I had just organized the chapters in a, I don't know, sort of what I thought would be right. And they said, no, no, we have to start over. So they gave me the order of the chapters in the way that they wanted it and the order of the poems that are in there. So they said, this poem has to go after this chapter and so on. So it was all organized and really constructed with St. Germain and Mother, Father, God whispering in my ear, sometimes shouting in my ear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> now, how do they order it, Catherine, just to make it clear? Um, there is a button on the first page of my website that says order the book, I think, or buy the book. Mm-hmm. And people can go there and you can, there are some options. You can purchase the book at the regular price, which a number of people have been doing, and that means that we then, you know, have more books to give away. And if people can't afford the regular price of the book, they can just pay the postage. And other people's donations will refill the coffers so we can buy more books. So it's it's right there on my website, whoneedslight.org. And it goes through PayPal, so it's all, you know, automatic, and then it comes to my email uh, address, so I I get the order. You know, this is a wonderful group effort. Just think, Catherine started the book, then Mother, Father, God, and St. Germain got into the action of editing <laughs> and, and revi- revising and and organizing, so they got into it. Then Catherine buys the books with her money. Then she's told, give all those books you just bought away, and then she's out of money. And then our listeners and our readers um, jump right in, and they become a part of this wonderful, wonderful event. And they send Catherine money to buy more books so they can be given away. Uh, It's a group effort all over the planet and all over the cosmos. And I did hear Mother God say, this is a manual for ascension. This is your manual for ascension. So um, you have books in stock now? I have a couple of boxes left. I'm I'm just going to order them um, Mm -hmm. as soon as the funds all are lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, So in a couple of weeks, they should be replenished just about the time that they run out. I will have uh-huh. more books. Wonderful. So it's working perfectly. You well, know, the, it's a co-op group effort. Uh-huh. It really is. You know, the the universal law of flow is operating here. When you give things away, it creates a vacuum. And then mm-hmm. uh, other, you know, things come rushing in to fill the void. So that's what's happening. The more and we we're all a part of it. Yeah, everybody. Mm-hmm. Some are creating the vacuum to create more books. It's just a wonderful co-op. It couldn't be better if it were planned, but it it just unveiled itself. 
Well, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so uh-huh. our mystery guest. I think we should we should probably move on in case my phone runs out. Or, oh my gosh! Yeah. Don't let that happen. <laughs> Something like that. So, so I think mm. we should move on to our mystery guest. Do you have some sort of a signal that when your electricity comes on, a a lamp will come on or something? Oh, yes. All the the lights will go on. Good. Um, But I can do this by candlelight. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was notified this afternoon. I started, uh, I was describing the Ten Commandments by Prime Creator and the music Beethoven was playing and just a little while ago I kept hearing the Beethoven piece playing over and over again in my ear and I went, oh, yes, is someone trying to contact me? And I heard yes. (laughs) And I said, who is this? And the voice said, it's Prime Creator. And I thought, oh, I thought so. It was his, his, her music that was playing. So that's how they let you know. They play their music. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so that was the music that is associated with Prime Creator. So that's, so Prime Creator came through and I, and said, I'm the mystery guest. Oh, 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 wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. So, what an honor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and and a prime creator wants to go first. Oh. Well, who are so we to missing... say no to prime creator for right. goodness sake? <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets precedence if he decides he wants I to think, go first. I think he has every right. We're all part of him. <laughs> And then the others will do the the question and answers. He said he's okay. not going to answer questions. Yes. He'll let the others. Yes. He'll let Mother and Father God and whoever else wants to come Saint Germain around too. So he might mm-hmm. want to answer the question. Well, oh, he, let's. He let I'm worrying about that. your phone. Okay, Catherine, let's okay. <laughs> let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous. No, it's okay. I'm. I'm we're doing fine. Okay. Okay, so let's... Uh, so we're going to give you a little space here now to get settled in. and uh, We, we don't hear creator. Yeah, for Prime Creator to uh, check in. And um, the next voice we'll hear, uh, Catherine is kind of uh, turning over the, the sound waves to Prime Creator. And uh, I bet you we will now hear from Prime Creator. Hello. Greetings. Hello, everyone. Greetings, Lady Nada. Yes, this is Prime Creator. I don't speak with you often through this channel or any other, actually. I usually let my masters and mother, father, God speak with you on my behalf as well. But it is an important week in the history of your planet. And I wish to speak with you directly 
I am the one that is usually called the creator of all creators. I was the one who created your mother and father God. I look upon them as my children. As I do, Sananda and his beautiful twin flame, Lady Nada. You are all my children. And now, let me tell you what I wish to speak to you about. It is a wonderful time. You are being given an opportunity that has not been experienced in the entire cosmos ever before. Now, there have been similar activities when planets ascend. A planet is given great respect and protection when it wishes to elevate to a higher dimension. But normally, when a planet is ascending, the inhabitants that have occupied that planet will go elsewhere until the planet is finished with his or her ascension because it is most often a very disruptive experience. The planet needs to cleanse itself. There are often shifts and storms and earthquakes and various occurrences on the planet as it goes through the healing and and renewal process while rising to a higher dimension. Your planet is unique. She is very determined and very powerful. Although, as planets go, she is not one of the largest by any means. She's a small planet, but she has a great heart. She's not among the oldest planets either, but she is, you might say, wise for her years. She has been very determined and very sensitive toward humankind in spite of the traumas and the difficulties that her inhabitants have caused her through several civilizations. Still, she clings to the hope that together you will all be able to ascend. She wants to take you with her. Can you imagine? It was, well, I might say, when the whole idea was proposed, most in the councils, and I have to acknowledge, I myself thought it to be 
extraordinarily ambitious and possibly impossible, but it has been pursued. I would not have given my disapproval to such an ambitious plan. I would put my support behind it, of course, but still, it seemed a very difficult experiment. But you have gotten a great deal of help. Now, you, humankind, are unique in your ability to organize and reach out to one another. It is your way and it is why we love you so much. You are so connected to one another. Of course, you know we all are connected to each other, all beings in the universe. But humankind has a special way of experiencing that connection deeply. Even when you don't acknowledge it, you still experience it deeply. You wanted to take part in this in this extraordinary experiment in which all of you would be required to raise your vibration and experience your ascension together with your dear planet. Now, she is moving. She is evolving. She has already entered the higher dimension. You are left in what you might think of as well, it's very difficult to describe to you in your language because you don't have the language to describe other dimensions. But you are, let's say, on a corner of the planet, even though you see yourself all across the planet, still most of her energy has already entered the higher dimensions. And in this process, she and you have called on the entire universe for help. Now, we are accustomed to helping a planet in ascension. You are familiar with Ashtar and his his fleet, the um, intergalactic councils have always been careful to help when there is a planet in ascension. But this, this, dear ones, is phenomenal. There are ships from everywhere in the universe, many from your galaxy and many more from distant, distant galaxies. The word went out thousands of years ago about this proposed 
experiment. And people are curious. All the beings of the universe are aware of this experiment that is taking place here in this corner of the Milky Way galaxy. Now, in order to accomplish this, you needed quite a lot of help. First, you needed help to stop the Dark Ones, to help you to eliminate the reptilians, although I must say you did a brilliant job of uh, monitoring them, of interfering with their ability to take over the planet, you stopped them yourselves. And many of you know that that was done by a great sacrifice on the part of many, many on the planet. The reptilians harbored were harbored within the bodies of millions of human beings. Now, the reptilians were capable of moving from one person to another, so one powerful reptilian could create havoc in a family, an entire family. So you, those of you who volunteered for that project, sacrificed a good part of your lifetime just to hang on so that the reptilian could be changed, so that their DNA would be affected enough to help them, so that they could eventually go to the light. And many of you were present to hear the ceremony, the incredible event that was the transition of almost a million reptilian beings who came to the light. Never has anything like this been attempted before. And it was only those of you, those of you with such great heart, who were able to sustain yourself, to, to keep yourselves going in spite of being inhabited by a very dark, very destructive being. Now you are all free of that. It was successful and they are gone. And you managed to rescue a million souls. Now, it is time to rescue yourselves. It makes it difficult when you've lived a whole life feeling anxious or feeling depressed or hearing a voice in your ear saying you don't deserve to live. It's very difficult to go from that state to leap into the fifth dimension but this is what you planned for yourselves. To go from that dark, 
dark despair that many of you felt into the light, into the brightness and the hope and the anticipation of something fabulous. And it is going to be fabulous. You have planned to bring your planet and yourself to the place that is what you will call paradise. Your planet has the capacity to restore herself. Normally it would have taken, well, by your counting, maybe a thousand years, maybe a few thousand years, for her to restore herself. Instead, she put out the call for help. The Galactics came in enormous numbers. They have helped her to stabilize so that she will not do what you call flip on her axis as many other planets have done in your solar system. She will not be disrupting the entire planet at once. There will be no oceans inundating the entire land mass. She is being stabilized with the help of enormous numbers of the of your galactic brothers and sisters. When they land, when you get to meet them, you will learn who was taking care of which responsibility, which ones were were holding fast to help Mother Earth from from wobbling, which ones have been there helping you to heal, which ones were clearing your oceans, cleaning the land, detoxifying the soil and the air. You have noticed, haven't you? The air is brighter, cleaner. The waters are being cleansed. It is a process. And of course, the the terrible spills of nuclear waste and uh, the Fukushima accident and others earlier on your planet were devastating. All of that is being cleaned up. You will hear in the news of the devastation and how all the animals are being wiped out and there were a few, it's true, who were affected by it. But the neutralization of all of that radioactive material is ongoing. And believe me, it has been quite a project. But there are those with very advanced technologies who know what to do to prevent this kind of poisoning of the waters. It is a massive spill. 
and it took a massive attempt to clear it away. But they are monitoring and they are working on it constantly. So you need not fear that your shores will be covered with with dead dolphins and whales. It will not happen. In addition, as you have been told, although I find that few people actually believe, even though it should be very obvious to you, if you really are watching rather than just uh, listening to the interpretation of the news, if you're really watching what's actually happening, it should be obvious to you that there are no nuclear weapons for anyone to use. You saw the head of North Korea who pretended he was going to shoot his nuclear missiles and suddenly he was seen taking them back into the barn because they didn't work. Now, that was not lost on the rest of the world. And any country that has checked their nuclear weapons now knows they do not work. They will not work. They have been completely neutralized. Now, there still are some smaller uh, weapons. There are still guns around on your planet. Those could be neutralized in a moment, but you'd still have free will and you still have your contracts. Now, we have said that all contracts that have to do with your difficulties and any suffering and any pain and any uh, challenges that you have operated under, those contracts are finished. But we have not removed your free will. It is now up to you, as it always has been, to reclaim your planet. As you are doing, you have talented and skillful people. Most of them working behind the scenes. They are not being interviewed on CBS. They are not uh, boasting of their successes. They are simply doing really good work behind the scenes. So anyone who believes that the state of the earth is simply what you see on television is not paying attention. Now, if you're really seeing what the nuances are behind what's going on, you will have noticed the chess game that has been playing out. It is perfect. All is evolving as it should. Everyone has played out their hand and in the process it has raised the consciousness of the entire planet this one dispute 
in Syria has created an international discussion that will change your planet. Now, if you just listen to the news, they're going to try to scare you. But look. Look at what is really happening. Every player has been called out to state their case. They are doing it openly for the first time. Every single person is telling you what their philosophy is and what they intend to do. And that forces everyone else in the arena to come forward and acknowledge, yes, we feel threatened and we will protect ourselves. That was Syria. The next one is Putin who says, in that case, we will protect the Syrian people. And Obama and others are forced to say, we do not want to start a world war. We will not attack if it's going to start a world war. So therefore, it's better if we go back to the table and use diplomacy. But it was important that initially the people who have done these atrocious things be called out for it. And this started the whole process. It was not designed to start a war. It was designed to call out the people who are doing these horrific things. And the investigations will go on People will be held responsible. Actions will be revealed. And you, dear children, will see real peace on your planet for the first time in thousands and thousands of years. My heart goes out to you in joy because you will no longer have to welcome your soldiers home with missing limbs. You will no longer have to bury your soldiers. There will be no more wars on planet Earth. It is winding down. There may be a skirmish here and there, but there will be no more wars. And this will allow you, for the first time, to look around you and begin to really breathe. If your country is not spending a huge percentage of your resources on going to war, which certainly has been true, in the United States, it has also been true in Europe. It has been true in the Far East for thousands of years. Enormous resources have been poured into the war machine. Even when the war machine was horses and swords, it was still a tremendous drain 
on the entire culture. And so all of that will be diverted back to the people who need it. Now, that, of course, doesn't include the complete reorganization which you are about to see happen. Now, this reorganization had to have been had to be done very carefully because no one wanted to see everything collapse suddenly. It has been in the process now for several years. And the most recent month, the pieces are moving on the chessboard. Things are in place. You will see the release of the funds. And life on planet Earth will never be the same again. You will not ever see anyone starve. As soon as those of you who are dedicated to this kind of thing are able to reorganize, that's what it's going to take. You will have to reorganize. You'll have to reorganize your food supply. You'll have to reorganize your education system, your your uh, means of bartering or exchanging or uh, trade. There will still be trade. There will still be business going on. But it will not be for enormous profits to be funneled off to one or two or five people. That was an abomination. And it resulted in many people starving. There are so many interconnections between weather and the way businesses do their, corporations do their business between the experiments that were going on behind the closed doors, the weather experiments and so on. All of those things have had a tremendous effect on your planet. You will learn. You will know of these things very soon. Be prepared to educate yourselves. Be prepared to have an open mind and to learn the complexities and the astonishing network of interactions that have taken place to create the culture that you think of as just the way you live. All of it will be revealed. You can learn as much as you want. You can study these things. You can learn about the history of your planet. You will be given access to all of it. There will be no more secrets. Now that should be very reassuring to many of you. Okay, I can hear some of you saying, yes, I'll believe that when I see it. You are seeing it. It is happening right before your eyes. You have a 
in the United States, you have a vice president who is well known for blurting things out. Well, this is not an accident. Someone has to be telling the truth. And it's a very good, hmm, what do they call it in your, it would be like a, a straight man and the comic. Someone has to be telling the truth while the other puts on the show. Well, there's been lots of that in your politics. But you must pay attention. And you will see that the truth is being presented to you. And if you really listen, instead of listening to the commentators who say, oh, poo, poo, that's a that's a, a mistake. Well, no, it's not a mistake. That man's a fool. No, <laughs> like a fox. There are many of these incidents where people will simply stand up and say the truth and then they get booed out of the room and people laugh at them. That will change. The truth-sayers will be respected. I don't need to tell you how that's going to happen, but one very effective way is for the ones who lie to go to jail. And that will be a great deterrent, at least initially. And then those people who are sent to jail will have to think about how they really want to live their lives. And as the energies rise on the planet, everyone is going to be challenged. All of you are going to be challenged. Now, I have given you what I call the Ten Commandments for ascension. You were discussing it earlier. Yes, it is what you need to know and you need to use it exactly as your dear Anne was describing. Listen every day and examine your own feelings, your own actions. Examine your motivations, your intentions. Watch every word you say. Spread light around you and you will be prepared for your own ascension. The portals have opened, dear ones. You are ready now, many of you. We have arranged that in the very near future, the first wave of you will be crossing into the higher dimension. You will indeed be invited into the most wonderful experience of your lifetime and any other because you will have the privilege of ascending, taking your body with you, being restored, 
revitalized, you will create yourself again. And when you do, you will have the body you need to come back to planet Earth without having to be reborn as an infant. What an experience to be able to leave the planet, be renewed and brought back to complete health, and then be able to come back. Now, your friends and neighbors may be a little astonished when they see you, but that's precisely what will inspire them to want to do the same. It is a rather clever plan, isn't it? And by the time a number of you have already accomplished your ascension and have come back to talk to those around you, well, it's going to create a kind of momentum. And in response to that, our plan has already been laid out. You will have mentors. You will have teachers. You will have help. You will have fun. It will be a wonderful time where everyone is learning together. And everyone has the wonderful reward at the end of their studies to be able to ascend. It is a marvelous, a marvelous project, isn't it? I look forward to seeing you by the thousands, by the millions, coming through the portals into the light, glorious, joyful, great numbers of you. My heart sings to see you brilliantly, Sending your light as I send mine to you. Absorb it. Accept it. I send you my love. I know you are all going to succeed. And when you do, it will be the most glorious celebration. The light that is already emanating from your planet makes it look like the 4th of July. And imagine what it will be when all of you have ascended and all of you can live on this glorious, beautiful blue planet in complete peace and harmony. And that, dear ones, is when the fun begins. There will be no limit to the creativity and the love that you will experience. And now, I leave you with that image. 
keep it always in your mind. This will be your finest hour. And you will do this together. You and the entire cosmos will do it together. You see, you, my dear ones, have inspired the cooperation of everyone in the cosmos. You are brilliant. You're brilliant even in your needs because you know how to ask for help. And you know how to experience and express gratitude. It's wonderful to see you going to the healing sessions where your masters and I send you the powerful energy to heal you and to help you elevate. And everyone rises from their their bed in the Arcturian arena and gives thanks. Every single one. This is how you are made. And it is brilliant to see. Continue, my dear ones. Continue. Ask for help. Ask your questions. Ask your masters, your neighbors, your friends, your teachers. Ask them to help you to understand what you need to do to complete your ascension. And all of you now have the rules that I have given you. Of course, they're not rules, they're guidelines. Standards, reminders, use them every day. And you will fly through the portals and into the light to be embraced and celebrated by all the heavens. I love you. I love you all. My heart is with you. I wish you well, dear one. I am Prime Creator. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And um, each of us who just were the first to hear this message um, know of our responsibility to spread the word and bring people to this message so they can hear it direct from Prime Creator. Um, We're very honored to be among the first, to be the first, um, to hear um, this special message preparing us for the days in the near future. This is quite a momentous announcement, 
And uh, let me see if uh, if Catherine is here with us. Yes, I'm here. Well, it's such a it's hard to describe. Such a profound feeling. I feel the presence of the one I'm channeling. Prime Creator's presence is powerful. It's sort of, um, it overcomes me. But as I came back, I had tears Mm -hmm. on my cheeks. Mm -hmm. Prime Creator loves us so deeply. The feeling was just overwhelming. It's so deep and wide and profound and complete. They want us to succeed so badly. They want to... I can feel the energy. They want to lift us. They want to carry us through. But they can't. They must let us do it ourselves. They'll give us the the waves of energy to help carry us through. They'll give us the support. They give us their love. What could be better? But we have to raise our own consciousness in order to be able to go through the portal. I don't think we could get any more help than that. Thank you. It was wonderful hearing I often wonder, Catherine, um, I know you don't always hear the the specific words, but what you come back with is the all-encompassing love and feeling uh, that was part of who was just here. Is that sort of the way it is? Yes. Uh-huh. I feel mm. the meaning of it. Um, I think that is the way it is in higher dimensions. Mm-hmm. The, meaning, the meaning of things are the feelings. You don't have to think about this kind of thing. You just have to feel mm. it. Yes, yes, the whole essence of it, uh, the all of it. Uh huh. And I think that's the challenge for a lot of us. You can't figure out how to ascend. Yeah. You could spend a lifetime trying to figure it out, and you can't. It, it, it's reaching a certain level of um, peace and understanding within. And um, it, this is my, my, my thinking, I'm not saying. Um, but those um, ten um, commandments, um, which is a harsh word to some people, um, I don't think it was intended that way. Oh. But it, 
didn't occur to me that it, people would yeah, hear it yeah, as yeah. you're being commanded. No. Uh huh. But we really must that, embrace these every every one of them every day, and uh, it's so easy to accept them and to consider. Uh, the words against what we're doing each day to see if we're fitting into the mold. And uh, uh, the beautiful Mozart music, Beethoven and so on, is couldn't be a better accompaniment to, to bring us into that level of um, accepting and practicing what we've been given. Mhm. Bob said he was given this music. He woke up hearing it playing in his mind, and Wonder. he knew that the, the music of attention. Mm. And it's so it uplifting. It. it just it just swells and brings you up. It's just it's so uplifting. And uh, folks that are new here, easy way to get to it is go to hollowearthnetwork.com. And on the home page, as you slide your bar down on the right, uh, just as you get to breaking news, you will see uh, the uh, YouTube um, open picture of Earth Ascends, the Ten Commandments from Prime Creator. Um, How long is it? Is it like eight or nine minutes, Catherine? I don't think it's, it's eight minutes at the most. Yeah, and it, it's, oh, it's just yeah, treat sure. yourself to it. Treat yourself to it. Take it in. And the more we listen to the words, the more they become um, a living template inside of ourselves. Pretty soon we're aware when we're we're not doing one of these particular statements because it's it's imbued into us and um, become part of us and, and uh, mm-hmm. we're very very aware, cognizant of what we're doing. That I think it's a wonderful, wonderful, I don't even want to use the word tool, guidance, guidance. Uh-huh. Guidance, yeah. It's really a guide to measure yourself against every day. Yeah. And, and so this is not a, a command from someone else. It's how to take command of yourself. Yeah. And the guidelines are just very clear. They're reminders. And they're reminders for every area of life that will help you. And if you can live up to the... Mm, you know, our language is, is difficult, but it's not living up to someone else's standard. It's living up to the best that you can be. Yeah. Optimize yourself. Mhm. Yeah. And this is just a simple description of how to do that. It couldn't be better. So, it couldn't be. It people couldn't worry be and say, "I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. What should I do? How can I ascend?" And it's all laid out there. It's just all right measure there. your day. Yeah. Measure your day and measure your thoughts and actions according to those ten statements. Right. It really is remarkable when you think about it, how simple it is and yeah. how helpful. So it's this not, Yeah, it's question. not harsh at all. It's not harsh. Uh, it's it's just that 
it gives us uh, the assurance that we can do it because it's so easy if we just know what to do. And there it is. There it is, yeah. Well, I don't have any um, any other plans for the rest of the time. I mm-hmm. Let me see how our time is. I, I lose track of the time. I get so wrapped up in... Oh, we've got um, about 40 minutes left, uh, Catherine, and we've got, uh, of course, we have hands raised, not a whole lot of them. Right now, I'm going to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight hands raised. But you know how how it happens. We start, and then they sort of multiply, (laughs) but we can start. Is that what you would like to do? I think that might be a nice way. I I can ask right now to see if okay. there's anyone else who wants to come through. Okay. But I think I kind of got the idea that they were going to be here to answer questions today. Yeah, so so not, we did times, post that Sananda would be here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So many times we run out of time and haven't been able to ask question, answer all the questions. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, now we have the the foundation from mm-hmm. Prime Creator. Let me just ask and see who's here and who would like to answer questions. Good. Okay. Well, Sananda's here and Mother, Father, God are here. Mm-hmm. Is that my oh. <laughs> Okay. So, they're all available and I think it would be nice to dedicate this time to having a real question and answer time so that everybody can have their questions answered. Yeah, we don't want frustrations. We don't want people leaving, well, I didn't get a chance to ask it again, you know? Again, yeah. So you're in charge of the panel today because I'm still Mm -hmm. here with the candles burning. Well, that's fine. You have you have your work to do as well. I can contribute this part. And um what we will ask is um when when your phone number is called and your line is open, uh, just get this in mind so it expedites the calls. You're going to announce your first name clearly. You might repeat it twice because sometimes when people first come on part of the the word gets chopped and I hate to keep asking, but you say that again. So say your name twice and where you're from and then you are entitled to one clear, concise call and I usually close the line after that so we can all listen uh, and tell us who you would like to address your question to. That's the fourth thing. Your question and to whom you are addressing it so that uh, Catherine can invite um, the one who will be working with us on that. That's the rules, name, location, question, and to whom it is addressed. And um, with and that... The creator has, has specifically said that the questions are to be addressed to Mother, Father, God, Sananda, and St. Germain, and whoever else wants to come through, but he... Prime Creator is not going to be involved in the question and answer. Yes. Okay, so you have your choice, folks, uh, who to answer your questions, Ananda, St. Germain, Mother, Father, God, and I've got somebody that's been waiting here almost an hour, 
So I'm going to open that line first. And uh, this uh, is area code 313, ending in 1007. You know the four things, so go right ahead. Yes, um, my name is Dwight. I'm from Detroit. Um, and my again, my name is Dwight. And my question is, yes. um, well, have I ever met a soulmate? Um, or, um, I'm having trouble uh, hearing. Yeah, we're, okay. you're not very clear. Are you speaking into the mouthpiece or are you on a speakerphone? Hello. I had to adjust the volume. Yes. We Hello? need to hear you more clearly, but go right ahead, please. Um, yes. Um, I would just like to know, uh, have a message from um, Uriel. Uriel? Our mother, yes, if you can, our... What is your question? Can you give us your question? Okay, um, have I have I met my um, twin flame? Have you met a twin flame? And oh, see, this well, is a very personal question that is not going to help anybody else. Uh, we try to avoid personal questions like what is my cosmic name. Um, we're, we're, you know, these are things that that come to each of us when we're ready. And uh, if if Catherine well, we agrees could. with, yeah, yeah, we could actually give. Uh, a lot of people are asking, how do I get to meet my twin flame? We yeah, could answer yeah. generally. Um, going deep into yourself in meditation. And be very peaceful and quiet in your mind and speak your request. I would like to speak with my twin flame. And then you sit quietly. You don't comment. You don't edit. You sit quietly and listen. And you may have to do this several times. But if you learn how to sit quietly and listen, you will hear. You will hear your twin flame. And you will find out who it is. Now that works for everybody. It was, and it was good. And uh, I've just, that was the question. And uh, it's a universal question that applies, the answer applies to everybody. So, uh, and we're getting to that point. We're being told we need to know our cosmic um, consciousness, who we are, and start connecting with our other half, as they call it. The galactics call it our other half. We call it our twin flame. So, okay, Catherine, I'm going to move on. Uh, here is someone that's been waiting almost as long as an hour in area code, come on now, um, 310, ending in 1689. Uh, you know the four things, so let's hear your name and location. Go right ahead. Hello, this is Dennis in Torrance, California. This is Dennis in Torrance, California. And what I wanted to ask is, 
my question is, uh, what qualifies a person to be part of the first wave of ascension? What is it specifically that a person needs to do to be part of the first wave of ascension? That's my question. And who do you want to direct your question to? I'm thinking Lord Sananda might be a good candidate for answering that question. Okay, let's just see what Catherine... Okay, and we'll give Catherine a minute. Is someone here now? Go right ahead. Yes, she's here. Yes, that is a, a question on everyone's mind. And I believe you probably already heard the answer, but let's let's walk through it together. Okay, thank you. Yes. Prime Creator has given you the ten guidelines. When you read those guidelines, search your heart. Search your soul and connect with your higher self and question, am I there? Do I follow this every moment? of every day? Am I teaching those around me to be loving by being loving myself? Am I setting the example of compassion, patience, understanding, forgiveness, every moment of every day. And this means that you will no longer give yourself latitude to say, oh, well, I didn't get enough sleep last night, so that's why I snapped at the uh, bus driver. Or, I had a hard day today and I'm stressed, and so I came home and and uh, said something mean to my partner or my children. You will not permit it. You will say to yourself, okay, I'm not going to beat up on myself. You will say, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to hurt you. And you may find yourself saying that a hundred times a day. That's fine. That means you are preparing yourself. Mm-hmm. That makes every, sense to me. And every time you do that, you are one step closer to never doing it again. And when you are scrupulous about paying attention about responding to the people around you with love and kindness every moment of every day, you are ready. That is raising your vibration to the high fifth dimension when you can be in a state of loving joy. Because the more you do this, the better you feel. 
especially if you do it without recrimination, without judgment. You simply say, oops, I didn't mean to do that. I am not going to do that again. I'm changing the way I approach life. I'm changing the way I deal with people. And it will be 100% of the time. Now, this does not mean that there may not be times when something will bother you. This is the way your feelings help to protect you and others. You will feel things. You will find incidents where you may feel revulsion or uh, a wave of something that feels like outrage. That is the signal that this is something wrong in the world. You simply accept it. Mm-hmm. And then you say to yourself, all right, here's something that is not good. Now, how can I approach this with love in order to change it? So this does not mean you're going to be a doormat. It does not mean you accept everything that goes on around you. It means that you bring the power of love and light to change the things around you and to change yourself. Because you must do this with love. You must never say to yourself, oh, that was stupid, or I'm no good at this. You must never condemn yourself. You simply acknowledge, I'm learning. Every day, I'm doing better. And you will be surprised how fast this goes. And you will also be given a thousand opportunities every day. (laughs) Once you declare yourself on the path to ascension, once you declare, I am ready to be tested, I am ready to move higher in my consciousness, you will be tested all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so very, very much for your insight. I will take that to heart, to mind, and to my spirit. Thank you so very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sananda. And Dennis, that was a wonderful question. Thank you. We all um, will listen to this more than once, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yes, it's wonderful. Okay, Okay. and by the way, Dennis, if you can hit number one on your keypad... Um, hey, Dennis, you. what is your first first three numbers of your your phone that you're on? Three one zero seven one five. Oh, one. I just closed somebody else's. I think I closed Catherine's. Just a minute. No, I'm still here. Are you still Can you here? Close. Yeah, good. Uh, I saw a two o two, and I thought, oh my gosh, was that? Ca-? There you are. You're up there at the top. Okay, <laughs> let's just keep on. Here we go. Uh, opening a four o six area code. Um, you know what to say. I won't take any more time, and we welcome you with your question. Four o six ending in seven five five two. Oh hi, Anne. Yes. Um, before I before I ask a question. 
Now, you didn't do it right. you got to give your name oh, first. and your My name is Richard from Montana. There, but good. Okay. If, if, if you and Catherine were to ascend, who would carry on these calls? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find out next week. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody Well, there's a little that. time variance. Isn't there a little time variance? Maybe we wouldn't be yeah. gone, would we, Catherine? We won't be even be gone, no. When you ascend, nobody will even... The time is different in another dimension. You can leave here for a week and return... And it will be thirty seconds later. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Can I ask a question then? Being involved with freedom. Well, I guess we'll skip this one and not consider it a question. We don't want to cheat with anybody. Um, but I, you know, there's another company that produces clean energy, and in six years they could be producing twenty-five percent of the world's electricity. I guess I'm just wondering if we're going to be ascending, will we have time to do those things, or should we just put that on hold? Who did it you want to address on. this to? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought if you All guys right. can't answer it, then I guess Sananda. Okay. We'll just uh, give Catherine a minute to uh, dial up Sananda. I don't think he's far away. Sananda, are you here? Yes. Uh, let's see. How can we answer this question? It depends. For each individual, it depends on when you decide to ascend. Now, the the difficulty, the consideration, is not time. You need not worry about time or time away from you know, once you ascend, you're not coming back to the same desk. You're not going to be doing exactly the same things in your life that you were doing before. You will be freed of many of the things that, uh, in the process of the coming weeks and months, you're going to be freed of many of the things that you expect in your life. I know it's difficult for you to shift your mind from three-dimensional thinking, but Prime Creator has told you what the world is going to be like. If you're living in paradise, do you really need to worry about whether you're using 2013 primitive energy sources? I don't think so. You're going to be helped. You're Galactic brothers and sisters have energy resources that are, you might say, light years ahead of anything that you have seen on this planet. So why don't you prepare yourself for ascension and come back to bring the new technologies the truly new technology, which you can still work on. So people who have a a special talent, a special ability, a special interest 
will still pursue those interests, but they will be doing it with different tools. I think that describes the change that you will experience. You may still be interested in art or in music, but you may even have resources of different instruments. You may have different mediums in which to work. So you needn't worry about whether you should finish the project you're working on today. It doesn't matter. You will come back with greater wisdom, greater information, and the planet is changing regardless of when you plan for your own ascension, everything is changing around you. Nothing is going to remain the same. So, you know, should I should I dot every I and cross every T? No. It doesn't matter. Live your life in a way that you can be proud of. Make your choices based on what is in the greater good. And ascend as soon as you can. I think that's wonderful. the best yeah, answer wonderful. We're getting such wonderful guidance today. And uh, thank you again, Sananda. And good to hear from you again. Um um, let me see. I didn't even write down your name. Um, Richard, is this I'll hit, I'll hit Richard? One. Richard? Yeah, I've got Richard here in Montana. But I tell you, I get so wrapped up in these answers, I sort of time warp away from the call. <laughs> okay, I'm going to close your line, Richard, up in Montana. I know that 406 area code. I. I had that once upon a time. And if you'll hit number one, Richard, your hand will be lowered. And uh, we've got somebody here in 803 that's been waiting a full hour, um, two two minutes short of a full hour. 803 area code. I'm really trying to open this line for you. There you go. Um, You know the guidelines, so start right in. This is Crystal from South Carolina. Yes, Crystal. And my question, my question is for Mother, Father, God. Mm-hmm. And I am wondering if our, I guess I wouldn't really call it addiction, but our way of life of eating meat and our diet, our addiction to smoking cigarettes is going. How much will it hinder our ascension? And do we need to completely limit those out of our activities to be in the first wave of ascension? Mm, that's a good be able one. To do that? that is a very good one. I have been dealing with that for quite some time since I've known mm-hmm. the 10 um, Well, let's see what Mother, Father got. Yeah, I think that's a good, clear question. Cigarettes, meat, um, people that haven't been able to break uh, those addictions, so to speak. Uh, how will it affect or hold back? Will it hold back ascension? And the 
question is directed to Mother, Father, God, and uh, I bet you they're already waiting with the answer. I'm just uh, someone here now. Yes, dear. This is Mother God. The answer is not what you're going to expect. The reason to not eat meat is twofold. One, that it does lower your vibration. The other reason to not eat meat is because animals are your friends and you are passing into a dimension where you will never eat another animal because they will be your friend, they will be your companions, they will. You will respect their life as they will respect yours. In higher dimensions, no one kills anyone else. Animals do not kill each other. Humans do not kill in any form. When you're in a higher dimension, in your soul form, you do not kill anyone. And so, if you are readying yourself to live in that dimension, you must raise your consciousness to match the dimension you're going into. Now, the reason, so therefore, not eating meat means you have already raised your consciousness to the place where you do not kill. The plants have offered themselves for food. Your bodies are changing so that you will have less need for the things that you used to eat. And the more you raise your vibration, the less you will need it. So I think that answers your question about meat. It is not a moral issue or a, a, a law. It is simply that when you raise your vibration, you would not want to eat meat. So probably the answer to your question is, if you're still craving meat, you probably haven't raised your vibration enough. Now, cigarettes and the other addictive substances. You know in your heart and in the back of your mind where your higher self speaks to you, you know that cigarettes make you sick. They are poisonous. So picture yourself going to your kitchen cabinet and taking out the bottle that has the skull and crossbones on it and picture yourself pouring a tablespoonful and drinking it. That is what smoking is. Now, of course, it has served the purpose for some people where it gives you an excuse to walk out of your office into the sunshine where you can talk to your friends for a few minutes. 
That's a wonderful thing. The cigarette break. Take the break, but leave the cigarette behind. It may, you may think it relaxes you. Find relaxation and peace in your meditation and then carry it with you for the rest of the day. And you will not need to poison yourself in order to feel quieter. So these are things you need to work on. If you are still drinking poison or breathing poison, maybe a better analogy. I have a good one for you, dear. Picture yourself turning on your car and going out behind your car and putting your nose directly into the pipe, the exhaust pipe of your automobile. And any time you think about lighting up a cigarette and smoking it, picture yourself down on your hands and knees with your nose in the exhaust pipe of your car. Does that encourage you? (laughs) That was a good lesson well learned by a lot of people, I think. I'm going to go ahead and close the line because we're down to 14 minutes and people are still waiting. I don't think there could be anything added to that answer. It was a perfect answer. Yes, thank you, Mother God. And um, I'm I'm going to keep moving, see if we can uh, not disappoint too many people here. I'm opening area code 651. Uh, ending in 2736. Your line is open. You know what to say, so go right ahead. And um, would uh, our previous uh, listener please hit one uh, to lower your hand, please? Thank you. Hi, this is on Pat from Wisconsin. And I have a question. I've been on um, almost every one of the healing calls, but I've gotten chronic fatigue, like, has gotten so much worse. And I'm just wondering if... You know, I know that we make ourselves sick. I guess I'd maybe like Sananda to answer this one. Is there something that I'm doing to myself to give myself this chronic fatigue? Or And I'm just, you know, I know a lot of people have it, so I'm hoping that it's a general enough question that, you know, other people would be interested, too, to find out. Okay, so you'd like to ask Sananda if there's any way around um this chronic fatigue, if if you have yeah. broken a rule somewhere that might have brought it on. Is that correct? Yeah, because I've been, you know, like on all the healing, except for one time I missed it, but otherwise mm-hmm. I've been on all the healing calls and I'm trying to put myself okay. into the healing. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm better with other things, but this chronic fatigue has just gotten worse. Okay, you know, well, we're running out of time, and uh, I think Sananda understands your, call, your question. Uh, let's see if Sananda is here now. Yes, dear. Let's see. You do need to continue coming to the calls. This, my dear, is an internal war. You are having a battle with the light. 
It is an old idea that many of you carry. This reluctance to give in to the light. Sometimes it feels as if you're relinquishing your control. It may feel as if you're turning yourself over in a way that you don't want to, in a way that might make you vulnerable. So you're reluctant to truly absorb the light and the healing. You're reluctant to raise your vibration because it feels so different. And you have responded to it by going on a sit-down strike. It's a familiar thing for many people. When you come to the threshold of making a huge change in your life, it's very common to do what you might call a 180-degree turn and go back just to remind yourself of how bad that was and how hopeless that pursuit really is. Feeling depressed, feeling despair, feeling helpless, feeling victimized, feeling sorry for yourself. It becomes a sickness in itself. And it tells your body to slow down and be sick. So, when you get better, dear, you are going to be like someone who was shot from a cannon because it's going to feel so different. And perhaps that difference is a little frightening to you. This illness is familiar. You've even identified with it. Let it go. It no longer serves you. Throw your weight on the side of health, of boosting the light quotient within your body to the point where no illness can survive in the presence of such light and love. And when you come to those healing sessions and you're in the arena with all of us, the light in there is so intense. If you allow it to wash over you, if you absorb it into every cell, you will never feel another moment of illness. Will you do that when we meet tomorrow? Yes, thank you. Wonderful. We will see you there. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you. Sananda. And thank you to our questioner. And uh, I'm going to close your line. Uh, Ask you to hit number one on your telephone keypad. 
We're down to eight minutes. We probably, unless we have a quick question, this might very well be the last question. Um, Let me open the line in area code 289. Um, Go right ahead. You know the procedure. And be sure and hit number one to our previous questioner so that your hand goes down. Beloved Lady Nada, beloved Lady Portia, thank you. This is Chris in Toronto. Hi, Chris. Hi. My question is that apparently scientists are now seeing the sun ejecting positrons, which is the first time in um, that this has ever happened. So I'm curious uh, from Mother, Father, God to answer this question if this is actually true that the sun is ejecting positrons and what it means for our evolution and ascension. Yes, indeed. The sun is sending positrons. Absolutely it is. And it is the shift you have been waiting for. The effect will be to raise your, uh, to modify your DNA to complete the process of uh, changing to a crystalline base. It will also have a tremendous effect on all the weather systems, on the plant life on all the kingdoms of planet Earth. I will not um, take the time now to describe all the interactions because they are very complex. But yes, dear one, you are right. It is happening and it is as it should be. And mm. the effect will be enormous and positive. Oh, Chris, I'm so glad you asked that question. I had one or two, but I, I lost track of my note about that. And uh, Mother God, thank you uh, so much for the answer. I was getting ready to post this, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't posting something, uh, the article that Chris sent me. I wanted to post it, and I didn't want to introduce something that was not accurate. And this is wonderful because um, Mother God has just confirmed it, and I can post it so we With can... With Father God. With Father oh. God's help. Is this Father God? <laughs> I'm Gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, <they're... laughs> We're here together. What can I say? You understand me, I guess. <laughs> but um, I'm very grateful that it confirmed this particular information that Chris shared with me, and I can now share with our uh, readers. Uh, it's a whole new event that is underway. Is that correct? That's true. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and may I make a comment? Sure, go ahead, Chris. I just on behalf of all of humanity, we'd just like to give our love, adoration, gratitude, appreciation, and thanks. 
Mentor, Prime Creator, Mother, Father, God, our Masters and our Space Family. Thank you. That's beautiful. And it comes from all of our hearts, I'm sure. Thank you. That was beautiful, Chris. Um, I will go ahead and close your line, Chris. And uh, we are down to four minutes. And before we attempt to take a question, uh, let's see what Catherine would like to do with these four minutes. Oh, I think that was a wonderful question and also a wonderful ending with someone from someone with a beautiful accent. (laughs) I don't think we can do better than that. And I don't like to rush somebody at the last minute, so I think we should close the call. Okay. And look forward to I look forward to seeing everyone on our our healing call tomorrow night. I want to remind people it is at eight o'clock Eastern time. Same station. And we have changed our policy a little bit. I'm not going to um, ask people to sign in. We will assume that if you've requested a healing, that you will be there. Um, And we're asking people to document their healing process with us. It's very important that we have the results. So in the beginning of our call, we're going to have a time for testimonials to let people tell us how the healing is working for them. And also we ask that people send us emails if they can document. We have a couple of people who are working on this now to have their before and after tests from the doctor to show the improvement that they're feeling. So we have a website, or I mean an email, to send those comments and to communicate with us about how the healing is working because we do want to communicate with people. We want to know how they're doing. We want to know what the effect is. Um, So the email to write to is healingforascension at gmail.com. Okay. Healingforascension at gmail.com. Right. So the healing, I have been told that the healing work that we were doing was not just to help people to become physically well. It was really um, an integral part of the practices and the work that needs to be done in order to ascend. And that by coming to the healing groups and working with the masters and working with yourself to be in touch with every cell in your body, every heartbeat, every breath is exactly what we need to do in order to be prepared for our own individual ascensions. So I recommend it for everyone, whether you have... uh, you know, an issue you want to deal with or whether you want to come and and contribute. We have almost a thousand healers now. That's wonderful. Who are, who are volunteering their energy and their time. And it the energy on the calls is just fabulous. It's wonderful. So, and if those can't make the calls, what about the energy on the recordings? And we're down to 30 seconds, Catherine. Yes. 
they can listen to the archive and and get the full effect of the healing as well. Wonderful. Well, I think this is a good wrap-up. I'm going to see if I can do as good as Catherine about bringing our beautiful music back on. And, uh, Catherine, you want to say goodbye to everybody, and I'll say to you. Yeah, Yeah, and to you, too. Thank you, Anne, for holding down the (laughs) fort. (laughs) Just press the button, and the music will go on. And good night, everyone. Good night. Talk to you tomorrow night. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye.